From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod. I'm Eric Eddings. And I am Brittany Luce. So, Eric. I'm like, I'm like strangely nervous. Why are you nervous? Because you seem so excited. I am excited. You're so that means be... I should be distrustful. You are right that I am excited, but you are wrong in this instance that you should be distrustful. Hmm. In fact, if anything, you should also be excited for the presentation that I'm going to give you today. Okay. If you say so. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay. So, Eric. Yes. So, you are familiar with the groundbreaking Wayans Brothers film, <laughs> White Chicks. Yes, I do know White Chicks. Is the one where the Wayans Brothers dress up in, like, white face and drag. <laughs> yes, yes, white face drag. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. So you will recall in a recent episode of our show featuring both Sean Blazington of YouTube fame. Yes. And Sean Wayans, a.k.a. Daddy Sean, mm-hmm. for those of you in that I know, who really know. OG the, Sean. Right, OG <laughs> Sean, whose third eyes are open, right? I referred to white chicks in that episode as a classic. Yeah. Actually, I I don't think I disagree. You didn't disagree. Everyone else did. <laughs> yeah. Um, it actually got a, f- a 15% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 15? Yes. Damn. When I said that the film was a classic... There were listeners of ours who were puzzled. They expressed to me via Twitter that they were puzzled why I would ever express such love for white chicks. After that episode came out, I received a fair amount of pushback. Uh-huh. And some people even thought that I was just being cheeky. You know what I'm saying? They thought I was uh, being joking. <laughs> but I was not. Like, I truly believe that White Chicks is a classic film deserving of much praise. But fortunately, you and I are not alone in this, okay? Mm-hmm. After we recorded that episode, I saw a tweet from a woman named Shakira Evans, a.k.a. Twitter user at Jodeci Cry. <laughs> Great name. Great name, right? <laughs> she said, is white chicks in the Criterion collection yet? <laughs> is it? That's the thing. As of this recording, for some reason, mm-hmm. white chicks is still not a part of the Criterion collection. And so today, I am going to tell you The three reasons why white chicks absolutely, without a doubt, belongs in the Criterion Collection. Hold on, I need to sit up in my seat because I am ready to receive this okay. lesson. Okay, take a sip of your grape soda. I will. Hang on, on brand, by the way. So, before we get too deep, I want to explain what the Criterion Collection is. Mm-hmm. According to their website, they said, Since 1984, the Criterion Collection has been dedicated to publishing important classic, important, I want to just double down on that, Important classic and contemporary films from around the world, editions that offer the highest technical quality and award-winning original supplements. It basically says this is a film that has changed the world, Mm -hmm. like Casablanca, 400 Blows, a Pooh trilogy. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) These are Criterion Collection films. They all belong to this special little club. Yeah. You would say that those films are probably pretty good, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But somehow also explain me this, Eric. Why does Michael Bay have two films in the Criterion Collection? Really? Yes. Which? <laughs> yes. Yes. The what? Rock. The Rock is, is really good, film. though. It is a decent film. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that, like, Criterion Collection, though? Like, is it up there with every Fellini film? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. 
Armageddon. Pretty good, but like... These are fair points. So, Eric, for anybody who doesn't know the movie plot, for some godforsaken reason, can you please tell us what White Chicks is about? Okay, so uh, you have Marlon and Sean Wayans, and they are in the FBI, I think. Yeah. Okay, so they're in the FBI, and they have to go undercover as these two, like, socialites, these two white socialites. Uh-huh. And they, like, infiltrate this, like, rich white community and try to, like, solve the crime and and hijinks and stuff. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, basically, like— Marcus and Kevin, which are the like the names of the characters that Sean and Marlon are playing, they're like, okay, we're going to be, we're just going to pretend to be, I hate to say this, my sister's name is Tiffany. Okay, and the characters in White Chicks are called Brittany and Tiffany. Ha, 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 ha. I forgot. Yes, I forgot too. And then I'm doing this research and I'm like, mm, <laughs> how do I feel about this? But yeah, so then Marcus and Kevin have to spend a few days in Brittany and Tiffany's shoes Dressed up in white face drag. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing. White face drag for like this long Hamptons weekend. One of the best like gags of the entire fucking movie is that everybody's fooled yeah. for some reason. Like they literally believe. Everyone is fooled. It makes no sense. So I should just like offer a little disclaimer. Like this movie came out in 2004. So I do have to say up front that a lot of the jokes in the film. Would not fly today. Yes. <laughs> and also, um, it's a Wayans Brothers movie, so a lot of the jokes were never going to fly anyway. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot of family-friendly laughs, you yeah, know, in a Wayans, not, in a Wayans film, I think is what all. I mean to say. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. All right. So you ready for the first reason? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So the first reason why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. Why? It mocks the way Eurocentric beauty standards warp people's desires. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, bell hooks come through. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm out here. Whew. Okay. So I think that you would agree that in the film White Chicks, there is some great critique of Eurocentric, some might say white supremacist beauty standards, right? Yeah. No storyline, I think, better exemplifies that than the storyline of Latrell Spencer. He's this NBA player mm-hmm. played by Terry Crews. So Latrell is into a very specific type of woman. That he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Tiffany who is played by Marlon Wayans, definitely fits that bill. Mm -hmm. Eric, will you please describe what the Wayans brothers look like in this film? Well, I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, they are terrifying. Like, in terms (laughs) of, like, one, so they have the, uh, they have the, the, like, prosthetic on over their face, which makes them, like, very, 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 like, pale, right? Yeah. But then also there's, like, these, like, there's, like, Things in the nose that even straighten out the bridges of their nose. They have like blue, almost like like a like a dead eyed blue contact. You know, like <laughs> yes. almost like when people turn to zombies in movies. It's like not yes. that far from that. Yeah, uh, like a blonde wig and just like it's a different shape of face, but clearly sitting on top of another face. of another face. Yes. It reminds me of, um, what is that, like, um, is it Michael Myers? Yes. Like, which is, like, a mask over a mask over a face. Like, if they if they 
tightened up the Michael Myers mask and just yes. pulled it straight to yes. your skin. Yes. That's that's like that's not that far from what you have in white chicks. Exactly. So not good looking. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not good looking, not good looking. Yet Latrell is entranced. Yes. So I want to start by showing you a scene of Latrell entering a party in the Hamptons. And it's the first time he lays eyes on Tiffany, who again is Marlon Wayne's character um, dressed up in whiteface drag. Man, it may be summertime in the Hamptons, but it is snowing up in here. <laughs> Tony, hand me my boots because I'm about to go skiing. <laughs> Great game last night, Latrell. That's what I do, baby. <laughs> okay, here comes Tiffany. That's what I'm talking about. A white girl with a black girl's ass. I'm taking that home to mama. So there you go. Yeah. One, just Terry Crews, man. Terry right? Crews. He, he sells that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it. But he he made that right and come alive. That's the thing that I love about this film. Like, White Chicks uses Latrell Spencer as a way to critique the trap mm. that is buying into these Eurocentric beauty standards. Like, Latrell has bought into them so deeply, he doesn't simply find a white woman attractive. Do you know what I'm saying? This isn't a critique on interracial dating. No. It's like, he finds... Any white woman attractive, it doesn't matter that she looks like Marlon Wayans with his face covered in like... In a Michael Myers face. Right. It doesn't (laughs) matter. Like, that is what he's looking for. And like, okay, yeah, that's extreme, right? It's a comedy, so it's extreme. It's it's, satirical. Exactly. Satire, right. Some might say documentary. But... (laughs) It's an extreme case, but I think that they're really getting at something real with that. They're definitely taking, like, that person to task that is, like, so enamored with, like, someone else's culture, white culture in this particular case, that, like, he literally can't see anything else. Even the fact that this this woman who he's interested in is Marlon Wayans in Whiteface Track. Yes. Like, their hands don't even look like real hands. Their hands look like hands that have been dipped in, like, primer. <laughs> like, they just don't look like real people. Damn. So the thing is, though, is that, like, like what they're getting at is so real, though. Like, okay, so we know colloquially, the closer that you fit these white beauty ideals, like, the more luck that you're probably going to have in, on the dating market. Yeah. Whiteliness is close to godliness. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Whiteliness, that's the first time I've heard that. And <laughs> <laughs> we're using a sentence. But, but yes, context clues are important. Yes. So that's reason number one. This is shaping up. Wow, okay. That's what I'm saying. Reason number one. You showed up today. I showed up today, okay? (laughs) Reason number one why white chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. They attack the constraints of white beauty standards. Okay, what else do they do? (laughs) (laughs) You ready for reason number two? I am ready for reason number two. All right, all right. So the second reason why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. It has one of the sharpest commentaries on the N-word that the world has ever seen. Hmm. I actually don't remember this part of the movie. (laughs) Okay. So there's a scene of White Chicks, and it's like, to me, one of the most revolutionary scenes regarding the Mm N-word. So in this scene, Marcus and Kevin are dressed as Brittany and Tiffany, and they're in a convertible, and they're driving with Brittany and Tiffany's real friends, other rich white ladies, and they are jamming out to one of um, the most pivotal songs of the early 2000s. 
The song is really good, though. It is really good. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, so they're they're in the car. They're having a good time, you know, trying their best to sing a song that they clearly do not know. But then someone in the car changes the radio station and a song that they recognize comes on. And that is when only Marcus and Kevin, dressed as Brittany and Tiffany, decide to take center stage. What? The N-word? Uh, so? Nobody's around. Yeah. Wow, I literally... Wow, I forgot all about that. Woo. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm. They did that. They really made this movie. It's no secret why people love to say nigga is their favorite word. Yeah. We all saw that Kendrick concert. Oh, we saw that girl at the Kendrick concert. <laughs> I mean, honestly, okay. Like, if you just took your average white frat bro, mm-hmm. blindfolded him, put a dictionary in front of him, and you said, pick your favorite word out of the dictionary. <laughs> Their finger is somehow going to land on nigga it's, with an A. It's magic. It's, it's like, right there, they're like, oh my, I don't know how this happened. It's like a sword and hat. <laughs> it's like a sword and hat. But yes, but like, like, it's no secret that white people have an obsession with saying this word. Yeah. And like, the thing I like about that scene is, you know, as soon as they heard, as soon as they put on the 50 Cent song, like, you know, when you're watching a television show or a movie, as a black person, you're like, oh my God, like, it's about to, we're about to have a nigga moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's happening, it's coming. And like, for me, like, I always get a little discomfort Either because I know there's going to be some, like, tense moment where I'm going to have to witness a white person saying it, Mm. or because there's, like, a preachy, you know what I'm saying, where they're like, well, no one said this, and Rosa Parks wouldn't want, (laughs) Martin Luther King would die if he knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, they start doing that shit, and I also hate that shit, too, so I just get really, like, just, like, And, like, I, like, love that what they did at that scene is they just blew the shit up. Mm -hmm. They were just like, we're going to show you the worst-case scenario. That's how I think all black people assume white people give each other permission to say the word yeah. all the time. Literally, <laughs> that exact same context. I won't tell if you won't tell. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Even like there's like the moment too where like the one friend is like, you guys, you said the N-word. Even when they do have the lesson in the scene, I like that the dynamic has been switched that like mm. the white girl's, she's calling it, she's like saying time's out on this. Yeah. It kind of also is subtly saying it's not a black person's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, all white people should be a little bit more like the white girl who who called call everybody out. else yeah. out. Police yourselves. Exactly. Police yourselves. Police each other. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, yes. That is the second reason why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. It has one of the sharpest commentaries on the N-word the world has ever seen. This is, this is fun. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Coming up after the break, I blow Eric's mind with my third and final reason why White Chicks is a film that deserves recognition. Wow, okay. Spicy! All right, when you said number three, I was like, hmm, 
I don't <laughs> just hard disagree, <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you. Welcome back. Okay, so Eric, are you ready for the third reason? Mm-hmm. So the third reason why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. Three. It subverts the old trope, the old tired trope, to be honest, of black men in drag. Hmm. But they're in drag. Right. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. So when you think about black male comedians dressed up in drag, outside of white chicks, what are some movies that you think of? There's obviously Medea, uh-huh. Big Mama's House. Yep. Uh, there's probably a million other. Geraldine, Flip Wilson. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even write that down. It just came to mind. Going back, yeah. There's a bunch. It's like a thing that's been around for quite a long time. Right. And like the thing is, is that like, okay, while some of your favorite comedians, I'm not going to name who, <laughs> they might have some problem with just like a black man being in a dress. Like that's a big issue for them. I don't really give a shit about that. Bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry. Namely, the fish that I'm trying to fry, right? This trope of, like, putting, um, of a black man, like, putting on makeup and getting into, a lot of times, a fat suit and playing a black woman, it's something that's been done a lot, and it's something that's usually used to make fun of black women. Yeah. You have a bunch of black men, rich black men at that, making fun of black women who are sometimes Mm dark-skinned, older, fat, what they feel to be uncouth or uneducated mm-hmm. or whatever. Quote-unquote aggressive. Exactly. You know, in comedy, they talk about punching up or punching down. Mm-hmm. That, to me, feels like a punch down. Yeah. But Sean and Marlon decide to instead use it to make fun of rich white women. And that's like a punch up. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Spicy. All right. Well, you said number three. I was like, hmm. I don't <laughs> just hard disagree. <laughs> But I was like, it's pretty clear that they are in drag, like, in the movie. But I'm with you. Okay. So take this scene I'm about to show you. Uh, We're Tiffany and Brittany. So weird to say that. (laughs) It's so weird to say that in the third person. But okay, so Tiffany and Brittany go to check into a hotel, realizing uh, that the only IDs and credit cards that they have on hand correspond to their true identities as these black male FBI agents and, like, not their new assumed identities as white heiresses. Hi. Yeah, I, I just, um, I need a, a credit card, please. A- and some ID, please. Credit card? ID? I'm so freaking pissed. Uh, ma'am, I, it, it... First of all, I go to Dr. Dorf and he totally messes up my nose job. I ask him to make me look like Gwyneth Paltrow. I get off the surgery table looking like freaking Shrek. Then I get here, and Mr. Harper makes me feel like I'm some dumb blonde with fake boobs going to him after party. No, no, I, I didn't mean to offend you. It's just, it, it's brutal. I'm going to have a BF. Oh, my God. She's going to have a bitch fit. Oh. No, 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 no. D- don't have a, 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 a BF now. I want to speak to your supervisor. Better yet, I'm going to write a letter. You are in big trouble. Dear Mr. Royal Hampton, I am a white woman in America. Ladies, is there a problem here? Yeah. Yes. No. Sir, no, no, no. There's there's no problem. These are two of our VIP guests. Issue them keys immediately. 
the power of a white woman writing a letter is so strong <laughs> that she couldn't even finish a sentence that I am a white woman. As soon as she finished saying the word woman, somebody showed up to be like, how can I help you? That, whoo, man. It's like, you know the famous video that I was told by Apple Care? Yeah. This woman is at an Apple store and she just freaks the fuck out. She keeps smacking, like, the handlebar of her stroller with her child inside. The movie predates the Apple Care woman, but it's, like, it's so perfectly <laughs> true to life. Do you know what I'm saying? It is. It really, truly is. Oh, my God. Wow. I never thought I would see this movie in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it seemed really pretty, like, on the face of, you know, no pun intended, in terms of, like, the humor, but... Wow, okay. I am I am seeing white chicks in a whole new way. All of the jokes, like, to me, they land better than any joke that happened in, like, Nutty Professor yeah. or Norbit or Big Mama's House because it's not just them inhabiting these white women. Like, it's funny in that sense, but it's also funny because you can see that, like, the actual characters, like, like that they're playing, yeah. like, the actual black male FBI agents are, like, really leaning into this and actually enjoying seeing the world in that way. You can see them really reveling in, like, the moments where they just get to completely have, like, a meltdown and yeah. a freak out. And, and like, have somebody deal with that. And have somebody <laughs> deal with it, like, on the double. So that was my third and final reason why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. It subverts the old trope of Black men in drag. Those are my three points. To recap, white chicks mocks the way Eurocentric beauty standards warp people's desires. Mm -hmm. White chicks has one of the sharpest commentaries on the N-word that the world has ever seen. (laughs) Yes. And Sean and Marlon Wayans subverted the old trope of black men in drag. And those, Eric, my friend, my brother. (laughs) Okay. Okay are the three reasons why White Chicks belongs in the Criterion Collection. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Wow. Okay. You you were out there on this ledge by yourself. <laughs> I know. I was with I was well, with yes, Jodeci Cry. Cry. I was you with Jodeci Cry. But still, that's not a large group. That's not a large group. All I'm saying God is, said where two or more are gathered together in my name. I can't. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. All I'm saying is that that was good enough that you now you now have a third person out there, out there with you. Man, I need a nap. I'm saying. I told you, this is a dissertation. Yeah, my body's been working. It, <laughs> You've, like, pulled it in a bunch of different directions. I'll tell you that. And, listeners, before we go, I have got one more thing to share with you. Well, really three. They are the three reasons why you do not want to miss the Nods Live show at Gimlet Fest. Reason number one. Eric and I are going to be dressed up, which is not how we normally record the podcast. And I predict we're going to be looking good. So that's a reason. Reason number two, there are no retakes. This is a live show. So, you know, any of the spicy things that we normally cut out of the show, all those are going to be left in. It's like secret content. 
And reason number three, we are going to be joined on stage by the one, the only, Wyatt Sinek. So this is a show that you absolutely do not want to miss. It is happening on Sunday, June 17th at the Brick House in Brooklyn. And to get your tickets, you got to go to GimletFest.com. If I don't see you there, you might have to catch these hands. The Nod is produced by me, Brittany Luce, with Eric Eddings, Kate Parkinson-Morgan, and Wallace Mack. Our senior producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. We were edited by Emmanuel Barry, Jorge Just, and Annie Rose Strasser. Fact-checking by Max Gibson. Engineering from Cedric Wilson. Our theme music is by Khalid B. Additional music in the show by Talkstar and Khalid B. 